Welcome, weary travelers. You are just in time for another episode of the For Crits and Giggles podcast. I'm Kieran Bennett, your dungeon master for this tale, and your brave heroes this evening are Hannah Calvert. Hello, Richard Munn. No one can see me. Yar. Sam Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Chong. Hello. Hello, hello. Yo, whippy. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. It's the fucking worst intro ever. Um, anyway, everyone's here. They're, they're here. <laughs> we are for Crits and Giggles. We're a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons real play podcast. We play D&D, then we record it, and you listen to it. How's everyone doing tonight? Yeah. yeah. I am consistently Good. waking up at four in the morning. Irked. Uh. <laughs> I'm an irked boy Why? today. And I feel like as much as, you know, I don't want to bring my personal problems into the character, I feel like Poe might be having a stroppy day today. I'm just going to put that out there right from the start. Is Poe having trouble restringing his guitar as well? He's trying to restring all the beads, the mala beads. His lute, because I feel like that is more theme appropriate. Uh, yeah, so we're so we're back again uh, with another uh, another episode with Richard uh, from Cult Pop Show. Um, Richard, you did so well the first time that we decided to invite you back. Um, also, like the, the story wasn't actually finished, so yeah, yeah. would have been yeah. weird if you just left <laughs> after doing my two backstory episodes. Yeah, yeah. Two backstory episodes. it's all backstory. Um, but un- unfortunately, it's been it's been so long since we since we last actually had like any kind of you know decent recording momentum. That of course I I just do not remember what happened last time at all. You uh, do this every episode, Karen. Jeez, pretty much. <laughs> you yeah. learn. You're like the DM. This is your job. Well, no, but I'm bad at my job. <laughs> I'm I'm a bad DM. You guys, yes. you guys should know that. Um, so Sam, yeah, do you remember what happened last week? Do you mind reminding us? I do. Mind. Okay. No, you know, I'm I'm just kind of. Rolling off the cuff on this one. I'm just kind of making it up as I go. I'm freestyling, but, uh, you know, basically. Fresh from saving the city of Fernshire from the chaos worshipping clutches of Lady Robin <laughs> Manderley, our heroes were taking in some well deserved rest, namely, sleep. Their rest was interrupted, however, when Anya woke in the middle of the night to realize that Mordai had disappeared. She roused her friends and then whipped back the covers. Underneath was a large cat skull, which then proceeded to sprout eyeballs and speak to our heroes. It identified itself as the third head of Varana, goddess of beasts and stories. She explained that Mordai had been kidnapped by her whole self in order to be her avatar in the material world. She, the third head, however, thought he was weak and undeserving of the honor. She proposed that our heroes enter her realm, the endless wilderness, and retrieve Mordai as she was unable to do so herself without raising the ire of the other two heads. Our heroes agreed and entered her realm, and clad in brand new beast forms, they entered a nearby town and met up with Mumford. Mumford, a little lion man with a big heart and a Yang Yana Sport backpack. <laughs> <laughs> he, ex- <laughs> he explained that he worked for the third head of Verana and could tell them where Mordai was and how to help him. You're like the silver surfer of Verana. I like that. <laughs> However, he would require a favor first. Mumford wished to return to his old monastery and finally find the secret of the Sphinx ball bearing and the story it contained. My heroes agreed and they set out for the monastery. Now, after that recap, as long as the previous episode, for the next episode of all crits and googles. So off the cuff. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't believe you did that, like, just straight up. You, you even, like, Amazing. caught yourself, straight off the top went of back, the dome, and... Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when I freestyle, I mispronounce things. Yeah. You even remembered the Jansport backpack. Yeah, you know, it's devil's in the details, and uh, <laughs> and I'm horny. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing the finger guns to us, by the way. Wow. That was relevant. That was, that, that was a bit okay. of a stretch, but all right, let's start. <laughs> so you guys are, are traveling down the road. Uh, you just spent the previous night uh, relaxing under the, the light of the moon, Batman, uh, and you're headed towards uh, Mumford's monastery to assist him with, uh, you know, discovering the secret of the Sphinx Ball Baron. And so, sorry, and, just um, to, to interrupt. So this is now taking place in the daytime? Yes. Okay, so what's the primary light source then? The primary <laughs> light source is the sun. Yeah, but what is the sun? The sun is a live-action baby. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. From Teletubbies. That's right. Yeah, so you, so you, so you guys are travelling towards the uh, towards the monastery. Um, and while, so while you, while you guys are travelling through the through the forest on the back of the fog strider, um, Poe, something, something's kind of bothering you uh, about uh, this this world, this journey, um, or, or, you know, just your situation uh, in general. Um, and you approach uh, Mithras uh, to, to talk to him about it, because obviously, you know, Mumford... He's an outsider, and Anya seems preoccupied with with her own thoughts uh, at the moment. Um, could the the two of you just uh, quickly role play that for me for a, a couple, you know, just a little bit? Right. Well, I'll be honest, this is a completely unexpected situation, but um, <laughs> but yeah, um, off the cuff, as it were. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, po, po turns to Mithras. He says, um, "You know, in uh, in my readings during the monastery, I, I read about these um, these other realms and." And the, the, the form changes that often happen. Um, in my readings, I, I noted that um, that people's spirit animals often dictate the changes that that one takes on. And I, I can't help notice you've taken on the form of a, a snake. But um, look, I, I just wonder why that's your spirit animal. <laughs> well, Mithras lays eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, putting on the spot here. Well. Mithras turns over to Poe and, and diverts the question back to he, he he's offended he feels like um, Poe's Poe's digging where he shouldn't be um, and he says why are you so interested and in what's wrong with being a snake uh, Poe uh, looks Mithras like dead in the eye and he, and he says I've seen your heart you're no snake <laughs> <laughs> beautiful wow oh, how do you respond to that Mithras is, is kiss me. Yes, he's, he's, he's taken him back, and he he hisses. But he he remains firm and says, "I am a snake. I no one no one likes snakes. People are afraid of snakes, and and it's better to have people being afraid of you than than to have well people who aren't afraid of you. If people are afraid of you, then you can get away with anything you like. The sloth is one of the slowest, most docile creatures in the f- whole forest." But it has very few natural predators. Sometimes just looking after one's own spirit is enough to be left alone. Mm. Wow. <laughs> fant- fant- great. Great. We'll, 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 we'll pull away from you guys wow. there because I'll be honest. I didn't, I didn't understand that last sentence. <laughs> That's because it made no sense. Mithras <laughs> nods and but it was- slithers away. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it was it was it was somehow Sounded very good. very very Poe like yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah. <clears throat> um, so Anya 
as I said before, you're, you're a little bit preoccupied with your own thoughts. Uh, you notice as you're riding along, uh, or not riding, sorry, walking along, uh, that your mind feels somewhat empty. Uh, while you still have access to all of your powers, oh. the presence of Ikana is no longer in your mind. What is your reaction to this realization? Oh, I'm sort of wandering along and it's feeling unusually quiet and it takes me a while to put my finger on it. Um, and when I do, I sort of stop walking for a moment and someone, maybe someone walking behind me, bangs into me like, oh, sorry, sorry. And then I just sort of stand there and it takes me a while before I start walking again. I'm like, I don't know what this means. Is it because I'm in another dimension? Has uh, she abandoned me? Um, I, I sort of I test out a few of my powers real quick just to see if they're still there, um, and they are. So that wondering, ooh, like is this, is this what I want? It, I kind of miss the voice now that it's not here. Um, yeah, I don't really know how to react because I haven't had enough time to really work through the consequences. I don't oh, know whether I, I want to go back and uh, have the voice again, or if I would rather not have it. Uh, that's that's uh, that's that's fair. That's fair. I can I, I can understand that. Uh, so after after just like a little more travel, um, you guys arrive uh, at the uh, at the at the monastery, uh, and now Mumford, um, things are things are a little worse for wear uh, compared to the last time uh, you were uh, you were here. But nevertheless, you're you're kind of excited uh, to be back. Um, so could could you could you give uh, you know your your new air quotes here friends uh-huh. uh, the, the the three people that you're you're traveling with here could you give them just like a quick kind of you know uh, tour just 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 from from the from the main courtyard you know pointing out some of the some of the buildings uh, so we can get a, a sense of, of what the place was like all right um, so we're standing in the middle of the the, the, the big entrance to the courtyard. So I say, um, up there you got your, uh, that's the big Sphinx ball bearing I was telling you guys about. Uh, over here, um, oh, sorry, toilets are just down the corridor uh, to the left, um, women's on the right. And uh, so if you keep going down past there, there's like the dorm rooms uh, where we used to stay. Uh pretty wild nights in there and uh there's also although one of them was my master's chambers where i held him in my arms as he died uh then uh kitchenette over on the the right there's just tea and coffee on in there and um, milo yeah we've got milo they've they've only got that weird um extra malt stuff they made a few years ago (laughs) In the like orange container, that's like I keep telling them that like no one likes malt, but they 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 I think they bought a huge supply of it when it was popular. Not that it was ever really that popular. And then ugh, now we're stuck with it. Anyway, uh, so on the other side of the courtyard, you've got the gym. That's where we kind of all work out, and then uh, we've got you notice there's a lot of mats on the ground. That's because this was really more of like a it was one of the, like a fighting monastery like a like a fight club more than like a your, your traditional monastery so yeah they need to clean those they're just covered in blood as you said Karen it's just <laughs> it's a lot worse for wear than when I was here 
Uh, yeah, things are things are pretty worse for wear. Um, the walls are, are actually kind of crumbling a little bit. Um, the the buildings seem uh, empty, um, and they've obviously been deserted for, um, for 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 quite a few uh, months. Which I mean, yeah, a veritable lifetime uh, here in the endless wilderness. What kind of architecture are we dealing with, uh, Gregor Roman? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right, right. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, but yes, but as as Mumford uh, did point out to you guys, uh, in the middle of this big stone courtyard is uh, uh, on a, on a plinth this giant uh, sphinx shaped uh, ball bearing, uh, a gleaming, shining silver. Uh, you know, a, a, as clean and magnificent as the day it was made. <laughs> okay, um, so uh, uh, Poe turns to Mumford and he says, "Well." If it's right there, then why is it so much of a mystery? Well, so the whole idea is that once you've finished your training, you learn the secret of this ball bearing. Because as you can see by its magnificent size, it's uh, it's got quite a doozy of a secret. As I briefly mentioned in my tour, the my master died in my arms right as he was about to tell me uh, the secret. And so uh, I never found it out, and I guess, you know, curiosity got the better of me. I saw you guys coming. You needed Don't something. Don't let it kill I you, thought. big cat. Hey, hey. No, yeah, I, um, I've had that my whole life. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't make fun of you being slow. Is that like racism <laughs> for lions? Um, but, yeah, no, it's a, it's a fair question. Uh, I, I forgot to ask as well, do you guys have any questions about the tour? Well, yeah, hey, I mean, uh, how did your master die in your arms just as he was about to tell you that's that's a really peculiar time to oh he was yeah no no there's a fair point uh so he was stabbed by uh this guy uh let me tell you about this lord tinian he was like this half horse half bird and he just he had it out for me since day one hold on if i knew half animals were available i'm not (laughs) sure i would have been a (laughs) slob So why did he stab your master? Uh, he just, he hated me. You? Yeah. Why didn't he stab you? Uh, <laughs> he looks embarrassed immediately. That seems like such a better idea. I mean, yeah, that's what I would have done. But no, he just like, um, I don't know, there's, it's it's a lot more complicated than I'm leading on, but uh, yeah, no, things, uh, things weren't pretty here, I tell you that. So what happened to this horse? So how do we man? solve? I don't think hold a knife with either wings or hooves. Remember, that we're also part human. He, uh, bipedal things. He, well, he, um, <laughs> you were getting all up in those eyes, though. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! On oh, my eyes. You <laughs> <laughs> rubbed the ever living shit out of those things. The story's just really getting to her. <laughs> um. It, yeah, he had these like um, these little cronies that would follow him around, and so whenever he needed to do some stabbing, which is like, <laughs> a, for the record, was against the rules here. Like, it was kind of like an anything goes fight club, but you know, no stabbies. And they had <laughs> he had these little cronies around. One was like this half rabbit. No one brings and a knife to he fight club. Would like duct tape knives to his oh hooves, my God. and he would just stab make like that. Shove knives to his yeah. <laughs> Not, he's, they're Knifey not the best group of guys. Where are they now? Yeah. Are they still after you? Are they coming after you? I, I actually don't know. We kind of, to be fair, we kind of lost contact after I left. That like you know, I didn't really want to keep in touch with them. Last I heard, <laughs> Lord Tinian, I think he got a job, 
um, on the kind of the other side of the fog strata. What do you what do you what are you, what are you guys going to do now? Uh, so how do we solve the mystery of the Sphinx then? Do we just touch it? Lick it. I never tried that, but <laughs> I suppose it. that would work. Does Poe? Do you want to go up and put your it. hands on it and learn the mystery of it? Yeah. So um, where did you po- first <clears throat> touch it when you touched it? Will it open at the clocks? Poe po goes uh, up to whatever the fucking thing is, and uh, and he puts both paws on it. Uh, role play. Um, and, and and closes his eyes. All right. At this point, okay. as well. Sorry, I'll mention as well, Poe. The reason it's such a mystery is that everyone who's learned the secret has immediately killed themselves afterwards. So just oh, okay. Okay. That's, um, hands that's are already on there. Thanks for that. that. Yeah. So why didn't your master kill himself? He died anyway. Yeah. Uh. Well, he's the only one. Uh. And so uh, it, it just adds to the mystery. Anyway, Poe, you keep doing what you're doing, though, man. <laughs> Yep, hands are on there. <laughs> uh, okay, but uh, so just before you, uh, just before you lay your hands. Uh, okay, on, all right. Yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> uh, I, I do love to take player agency uh, away. Um, <laughs> the so illusion just of free will. Yeah, the illusion of free will. <laughs> uh, just as you're about to to lay your hands uh, on the Sphinx. Uh, the the eyes uh, on the Sphinx uh, actually uh, begin to glow, uh, and you you hear uh, you hear a voice uh, in uh, in your head, in all of your heads, uh, in fact, uh, and it goes, "Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! You got a you got an amulet of initiation here or something? You got an amulet of initiation? Oh, I didn't realize that it was from Brooklyn." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you've got an amulet of initiation. Uh, you can have an amulet as a group or as an individual, but either way, you've got to have an amulet of initiation before receiving the story of the Sphinx Ball bearing. Is this oh. a fetch quest? I feel like I, I would have gotten that at my, during my training <laughs> if I was ready to oh, learn. But... Mumford! Mumford! Oh, how, how you been? How you been? Oh, I've, I've been pretty good now. I just made um, all these new friends. Can we just sort of... Nod and smile. Yeah, just kind of like look in a, a different direction. Yeah, uh, yeah they, 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 they seem nice. They're, they're, they're not from this world, though, are they? Oh, no, God, no. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I can tell, I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> these jokers, no way. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mumford, uh, yeah, look, listen, I'd, I'd love to give you the story. I know you've been uh, really jonesing for it for uh, like quite a, few, quite a few years now, a, a veritable lifetime. But uh, listen, can't give it to you without the, uh, without the amulet of initiation. Uh, I know the Ark was gonna, he was gonna take you through that, but uh, well, the whole him getting stamped thing, uh, the, the chances of that are, are not high. They're, they're not high at all. Is this all the right. Sphinx talking? Yeah. Yes. Like, is the mouth cool. Just checking. Uh, no, it's like the voice is like in your head. Does he? John, whereabouts can we find the amulet of initiation? No, fuck off. The Sphinx's name isn't John. <laughs> how, did, how did you know my name? You're right off the bat. I hadn't even told you. I just, I just learned people's names. It's a common <laughs> decency. Anyway, uh, yeah, whereabouts can we find this uh, amulet of initiation? Oh yeah, right. So uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, what, what you, what you want to do is you want to head underneath the monastery. And listen, I, I'm going to be entirely honest with you. In the past, it was this whole thing, you know, uh, the, the master, he would take you down there, you'd do some trials, you'd get the amulet, you know, it'd be this whole great lesson thing. Uh, things aren't so great down there anymore uh, ever since uh, Tinian, you know, really uh, screwed things up for everybody else. Tell me uh, about it. Oh, 
I know that guy's a uh, guy's a real piece of work. He's a dead uh, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he definitely is. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so what, what, what you and your friends are going to need to win there, you know, as I said before, you can acquire this amulet uh, as a team. Uh, you're going to need to go underneath the monastery, uh, and you're going to have to try and uh, complete the four trials uh, and, uh, and, re- and retrieve the amulet. All right. Well, I turn around and look at the lads, and I say, uh, all right, what do you say, boys? Should we... Uh, and Oh, sorry, and, and Anya, I didn't see you there. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you, should we Should we bloody do these trials? There's four Let of us, lady. there's four trials. And we'll help each other out, but uh, uh, Poe po approaches um, Mumford and with the biggest kind of smile on his face, he <laughs> says, We'll help you, but if Mordo's hurt at the end of this, that's on you. Ooh. And then he walks off. Okay, I can, I can live with that. And you just point to and goes, What he said. Mithras nods and follows Poe. All right, John, we're in. <laughs> all right, then. All right, all right. Uh, and a, a little kind of like a little slot uh, opens uh, at the bottom of the like the plinth. There's like a, there's, there's like a little there's like a little key uh, there, uh, and uh, and he says. Uh, so you're probably gonna need uh, you're probably gonna need this key to open up the door to get to the trial. Uh, this is actually the second copy. Uh, Timmy and already took the first one uh, and Dead. went in there. I know he. Oh god, that guy. Oh, oh that guy. He gets my blood boiling somewhat. Some fierce. Tell you what. <laughs> Trouble bearing his blood? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a figure of speech. Uh, uh, yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna want to go down there. I think he might still be down there. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a few months, uh, veritable lifetime. Uh, so uh, you might you might wanna you might wanna watch out uh, while you're down there. Uh, and, and, and listen, uh, and like I said before, you can uh, you can acquire the amulet as a team. So uh, don't go thinking that you gotta do uh, one trial per person. Uh, you, I feel like that won't work out too well for you. Uh, in some ways, uh, may lead to uh, a slight case of death. Okay. Well, on the way down the stairs, um, Poe sort of says to, to Mumford, this seems like an awful lot of work to find out a mystery that will make you want to kill yourself. Yeah, but doesn't that just, like, make it more interesting? Not really. <laughs> do I want to do this and figure out what the mystery is? Well, I don't know. Do you ever want to see a friend again? So. Oh, do we have you? to listen to the mystery or is it just you? Um, I, I, I can... I can take it. I, I can tell you guys afterwards if I don't kill myself. Okay. All right, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, you that have works. to take us to Mordo before you like get the big reveal, okay. though, right? What I'm, what I'll do we'll get you all the pieces. Is I'll write down how to get to Mordai. Great. Learn the secret, and then if I don't kill myself, you guys can take the piece of paper out of my jeans back pocket and go find him. Should I just yeah. pickpocket him? I'm, I'm pretty good at that stuff. Yeah, you can do that. All right. Well, I mean, can, I haven't, I haven't uh, written it down. Uh, yet. Uh, I mean, okay, write it down now. And I could pickpocket your mind. <laughs> oh, whoa, <fuck. laughs> that was dark as hell. Do that. That's All pretty right. cool. Just like I should uh, this. probably not I'd, mention I'd, that. That would break the story entirely. <laughs> I'd like. I'd like to. I'd like to clarify here uh, that was said in character. All right. Um, I don't know if I really trust you anymore, Anya. <laughs> but um, I told you I could do it, which means I'm not gonna do it now. I mean, you did also make a point of pointing out that you don't consider me a friend. <laughs> You're growing on me. All right. Anyway, so um, so we've got a deal. We we know how we're going to get to. We're going to find your friend, and uh, we're just got just these. Well, I'm sure we'll breeze through these four trials. I mean, look what we've already been through together. There was that time we um, went to sleep, and there was that time we walked through the forest. We can do anything, guys. Yeah, how hard can it be, right?
And that, unfortunately, is where this week is going to have to come to a close. It turns out that knocking your entire recording setup over and then hastily putting it back together actually isn't that great for your overall recording quality. Personally, I'm very surprised. Uh, I won't say who it was, but it for sure wasn't me. Uh, That's not a joke. It actually wasn't me. Uh, Anyway, due to uh, some recording scheduling issues, uh, we'll be back next week with another bonus episode and then continuing on the story the week after that. Also wanted to wish all of you a very, very happy new year. It's been a heck of a year for the show, and I just wanted to thank each and every one of you for listening and uh, interacting and just generally being amazing and fantastic and just the best. Um, Also, this would have been at the very end of the episode, so I'll just say this here. Uh, At the end of this season, which will most likely be in June or July next year, uh, we'll be having a like a mailbag Q&A episode. So we want you to send in any of your burning questions for me or any of the cast about uh, their characters, the world, uh, things that have already happened, uh, things that happen behind the scenes. Uh, and we'll even be having a, a super secret uh, spoiler zone where you can send in questions about things that you want to know that are going to happen in the future, and I, I will answer them to the best of my ability. Uh, and so we're, going to, so we're going to take all those questions and we're going to answer them all in a massive long episode at the end of the season. Uh, you can either tweet them at us. Uh, we are at for CNG Podcast. You can tweet them at me if you like for whatever reason. I'm at Mr K underscore Bennett. Or probably the better way is you can email us. We are info at forcritsandgiggles.com. Uh, now I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything, but there may or may not be prizes involved. Uh, so keep an eye out uh, or an ear out, I suppose, uh, over the next few weeks for any uh, for any more details about that. In the meantime, send those questions in. Have an amazing new year, and my all your hits be crits. I, I was about to say Gil. Oh, blooper. <laughs> it's, almost, it's, almost, it's almost like you get like a tiny erection every time I have to admit that the sun is now canonically well, tiny. But... <laughs> yeah, that's a bit rough. Uh, that's actually made uh, clear in my backstory episode. <laughs> to be fair, the second one, which uh, you know, at this moment in time, has not actually been released. Um, no, it wasn't the first one. I was in the first one. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, you knew I was. I, was, I, was, I, was. I, do, I do apologize. I do apologize. <laughs> So theoretically, <laughs> Sam should have listened to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Poe. Yeah, Poe should have listened. Oh. <laughs> I'm still confused about how a ball bearing can be shaped like a sphinx. Well, it's because you're not from this dimension, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Makes sense. I mean, I gotta chime in. The whole operation, uh, like the whole purpose of a of a ball bearing, is you know a smooth running surface. If it's got a lion's body, it kind of ruins the whole point. <laughs> well, I mean, don't, don't, don't ask me, ask, ask Mumford. Is this in the backstory? <laughs> don't drag me into this. <laughs> the theatre of the mind is just crumbling to pieces, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the break breaking point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we uh, wouldn't tell this sorry, dude, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> to be fair, this dude was like, the bottom half was a bird. Right, that was my next question. So like, oh, okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> so he was like, oh yeah, it didn't make sense to me. 
but <laughs> like a broken centaur. <laughs> yeah. With like these weak ass wings and chicken legs being <laughs> like having to support like an entire horse torso. A horso, if you will. Does it have horse legs? Well, I had like horse Shut arms. Up, horse I guess oh my gosh. Like, like legs. But That's so weird. That's so dumb. I need yeah, a picture of this time, Karen. Can you commission a picture of it? Please? Oh, can I, I show you a picture it. of that? No, can you nah. commission a picture? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I will. But... Can you commission a picture of the ball bearing? Yeah. So, so we can all understand what you mean. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm not, I, I did not come up with the Sphinx ball bearing. That was you. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, no, it was. Hundred percent not me. Oh, I said there you. was a giant ball bearing, and then you added that it was shaped like a Sphinx. I did not say that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I have the raw recordings on my computer. I will go find out. I would fucking love to hear them because then you'll hear that you're wrong. Well, Mumford has an argument with like literal <laughs> omnipotence. Um, both did so, and he's like, "Okay, so, so far this is a perfectly spherical sphinx from Brooklyn, whose name is John, John, and holds a mystery that makes people John. kill themselves." John. <laughs> John, John, I approve John. of John's name. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why Sam's having such an issue with this. <laughs> of all the things. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the sun is John is a real sphinxy name. The moon is Batman. Fine. <laughs> this name using John as a name. No, that's where I draw the line. Unacceptable. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. Uh, and he's just like real low key savage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean for it to be, but things come out and then all of a sudden it's canon. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll run with it. <laughs> Some of the background music and ambience used in this episode was from Sirenscape, enhance your gaming table at sirenscape.com.